following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. This show brought to you by Jersey Ninja. New items added weekly, superior quality products, excellent selection, competitive pricing, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. That's Jersey Ninja at jerseyninja.com. Your source for great quality hockey jerseys and performance wear products. Welcome to another episode of Wookiee Radio. I got it right, despite what night it is. Yeah. But hey, we switched nights, but that's because happy life day, guys. Happy life day. It is yeah, It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike, as you're listening to Wookiee Radio. How's everyone doing? Not bad. I got to watch some Godzilla stuff today. Because not only is it life day, it's the premiere of the Godzilla TV series. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Legacy or Monarch Legacy of Monsters started to this today. So, if you have Apple TV, I do. Check out the homepage, wikiradio.net. Support our affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeBeGeeks for 15% off your purchase of Bluetooth speakers. Hey, they make great stocking stuffers. Holidays are coming up. Uh, You know what else makes great stocking stuffers? Patches from Red Flag Workshop. Use code Smuggler3 for 25% off your purchase from there. He does not want to get derailed tonight. You notice that? I noticed. What what else makes great stocking Wait. stuffers? Feet. Derek? Feet. What? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Although most stockings that I've seen, it's kind of hard to put your feet in them. Yeah. There's that yeah, too. Um, hanger 58. It's a hanger-58.com. Use code Wookie Radio for 10% off. For purchase on shirts there. Rebel Sabers, use code Wookie for 10% off your purchase on all your lightsaber needs. And hey, even if you submit, they they even take open submissions for lightsaber designs as well. <clears throat> Eric. I'll have you know I have begun the process. <laughs> I don't know why that would have popped into your head in the last couple of days. <laughs> me either. Because it, something it, 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 little birdie reminded me. It was that part of a part of a reason for radio silence. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also to check out our our sponsor, Jersey Ninja at jerseyninja.com. So 
Uh, as we said, it is Life Day, and uh, StarWars.com actually has a story about the origin of Life Day. I don't know yes, if I'm feeling it this year. This. <laughs> What's that? What was that, Derek? I said, I don't know if I'm feeling it this year. <laughs> no, StarWars.com was all in on this, if you actually, if you look at their website. <laughs> yeah. Well, the parks are, too. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, I was actually surprised, even with 2019. Wait. Did they do it in 2019? No. But with the pandemic, or 2020, when we reopened here, we did Life Day here in 2020. Well, there's really only one person that's not into Life Day. Unfortunately, he's the biggest, you know. <laughs> Chewy? No. Palpatine? Yes. Uh, now, the root of Life Day is found in the infamous Star Wars holiday special. I, th- I, th- I didn't rewrite that. Beloved. Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> it is beloved. Uh, it is a star-studded 1978 primetime broadcast that aired on CBS once. And you can find it on YouTube. Because there was a lot of people who actually had the forethought to record at the it. Very beginning of VCRs to actually pop a tape in and record this thing. Yeah. Uh, after that broadcast, it was never to be officially seen again in the U.S. and uh, has been regulated to a bizarre cultural curiosity. The intent of the holiday special was to keep Star Wars in the public eye during the long three-year stretch between movies. Makes sense. Well, yeah, especially considering there was nothing else Star Wars back then at all. No. Um, well, comics and, and, and the books. Yeah. Well, that was about it. Barely books. There was like one book in between this, um, the New Hope and Empire. But you had the comic series. Yeah. That's what kept me going. That and the toys. And then November 17th, 1978, this. Yes, I do remember watching it live. I'm, I think out of the three of us, I'm the only one old enough to remember watching it live on TV. Yep. I don't even remember 1978. Nope. <laughs> I was eight years old at that point. The only thing I remember about 1978 was uh, the big blizzard that we had here in Massachusetts. Everybody knows being the youngest one. 78. Well, being the youngest one here, I was like two in 1978. Right. <laughs> uh, when this came out in 78, we were already living in Arkansas. Yeah, I wasn't even two yet when this came out. So um, now the intent of the holiday special, or as we said, was to keep the Star Wars in the public eye, um, but it was using a tried and true television format. And if you remember, we had Bruce Valanche, who was a part of this, talking about why they went this route. And that route is the variety special. <laughs> That's the, because everything had a variety special back in 1978. Yeah, yeah that was the thing back then. If Star Trek had... Don't even, don't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even put that thought out there. Battlestar Galactica. Oh, geez. Buck Rogers. Oh, no. <laughs> I swear Buck Rogers probably had a special built into there somewhere with all that disco music going on. Oh, yeah. Logan's oh, run. Whoa. That one was already dead, I think, by the time this, 78. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, probably. Um, so the, the premise was Han Solo trying to get Chewie home to Kashyyyk in time for Life Day, which is a sacred Wookiee holiday, which we come to find out later when Life Day has been acknowledged as canon officially with um, Mandalorian, that Life Day is not just a Wookiee holiday, 
but it is a galaxy wide holiday celebrated across all planets or majority of planets because everybody needs a red snuggie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Do you think they celebrated on Mustafar. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure Anakin was burning to, to celebrate it there. Ouch. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> Guests that were in this variety special, B. Arthur, <clears throat> Harvey Corman, <laughs> Diane Carroll. That's the crazy part. Art mm-hmm. Carney, which I wonder how much of Art Art Carney's character was used as reference for uh, Luthen in Andor. Possibly, because his character was actually really cool in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jefferson Starship. <laughs> I love how the, I've heard quotes multiple times, and I, I don't know if Bruce Valanche brought it up or not, but the reason, the, the theory behind that is well, the producers chose Jefferson Starship because they had Starship in their name. Yeah. 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 I think he did mention that. I've heard, I heard that from other places too. And I want to say they just recently, at that point in time too, they had just recently changed from Jefferson Airplane to Jefferson Starship. That band has always confused me. Yeah. Um, so as part of tradition, uh, this year, it's the turn of the Wookiee planet to host the celebration because now apparently it it's rotates amongst planets on where the official celebration is held. Hmm. Uh, but this year it is the turn of the Wookiee planet Sheik, to host the celebration in short order. The story streamlined things so that Life Day wasn't a traveling event, but rather a holy Wookiee holiday tethered to the tree of life that grows in the Kashyyyk forest. Okay. But who's to say every planet doesn't have a tree of life for the purpose of life day? Or at least a facsimile of one. <laughs> yeah. Or something that represents. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's the origin of life day. And apparently life day also hit in the newspaper strips as well. Yeah. So, um, and then just recently Marvel Comics did a life day one shot. Uh, I'm trying to see. I'm just scanning through this because there's a lot here. Lego has done Life Day Remembrance. And of course, now in the parks, we've had Life Day as well. Yeah. So. It's like Star Wars Galaxies actually had a um, Life Day thing in it too. Uh, Clone War Adventures did, which was an old. It was, it was one of the early uh, MMO games that I played. Yeah. It was similar to, it was similar to the Virtual Magic Kingdom that Disney had. Yeah, well, it says um, the Star Wars Galaxies in o- starting in 03, Clone yep. Wars Adventures in 2010, and then the Star Wars The Old Republic in tw- starting 2011 all had stuff that um, was Life Day around the holidays. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, speaking of Knights of the Old Republic, bum, bum, bum. <laughs> the remake, according to reports, is not being worked on. Completely dead in the water. Boo! So, Grub explained on his comments, I could get rid of stupid ad popped up um, in later in the discussion that by speculating that there were two entities that could potentially step in and help with the game, Sony and Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm naturally a candidate given that its production company is responsible for Star Wars in the first place and Sony because it had co-publishing rights of the game. But for the latter... <laughs> Grub pointed out that it doesn't look like Sony is too keen on stepping in. Not long ago, one of the major concerns of the game dealt with the fact that PlayStation's trailer for the game was removed abruptly from its social channels. A statement from the company said this was all part of normal business. Sure. 
Mm-hmm. So what does Embracer have to say about all of this? Well, the topic of Kotar in the remake actually came up very recently as part of Embracer's latest earning calls. During the Q&A portion of that meeting, Embracer CEO Lars Winger, Winger Fors was asked about the status of the remake. He responded by saying that everything he would say about the game would become a headline, which unsurprisingly created headlines itself. <laughs> so, uh, the remake situation is followed by additional Star Wars troubles after Aspire was sued because of canceling content that would no longer be brought to the re-release of Knights of the Old Republic 2. Boo. So, what are y'all's thoughts on all of that? Boo. Yeah, terrible, terrible news. I agree. I agree. It's horrible. Absolutely horrible. I was interested to see what they would do to bring this into uh, modern canon. Yeah, and I was interested to just play it again. I know. Play a new updated version. Yeah. Yeah, I still have the original. I could pop that into it. I have an original Xbox still. Yeah, but I wanted to see how they would remaster it and what they would add to it and... Actually, I think I may have this. I have it either on um, PC or I have it on um, Xbox One or um, Xbox S. I don't know. I may have it digitally. Uh, Going back to Life Day real quick, um, we forgot to touch on the variety story. Yes. So, Ken, why don't you hit us up on that one? Well, we've mentioned it before on here how um, there's a group of guys that got together and made a documentary called a disturbance in the force, which is actually, it's like a, it's a behind the scenes documentary on the holiday special that was premiered at South by Southwest this, this past year. But they finally, we have an actual release date. It's coming out on digital and Blu-ray on December 5th. Um, and they announced it today on life day, since the life day is the basically the whole point of the story on that. Uh, it says also that the movie's going to be able to be played in um, select theaters. Now, this is the documentary. is going to be in select theaters in the U.S., U.K., and Australia ahead of the home video release. So, um, I, I'm curious to know how long before it starts streaming. Uh, well, it says digital, so I don't know if the I don't know how long it's going to be. Who do you think is going to stream it? Probably everybody. They're, all of the um, streaming services cover documentaries usually. Yeah. yeah. My guess is going to be either Netflix or Hulu. I don't know. I don't know about Hulu or Disney Plus would show it. Hulu more than Disney Plus. Uh, according to the directors, uh, Jeremy Coons and Steve Kozak, they're attempting to inform the masses on the campy mess and ask the questions that's been plaguing Jedi's and Sith's alike for decades. Can you believe this actually happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And actually, some of the stories we got from Bruce Valanche, it was like, wow, they actually they actually did that. <laughs> well, when, when we had Bruce on, he was even like, can you believe this happened? <laughs> yeah. George gave us keys to the kingdom. And then walked away. All he did and was say, yes, the, you could use it. You use the, the rights. It all but forced Mark, Harry and Har- uh, Mark, Harry and Harrison to be in it. Yeah. Yeah, he said, "Here, you guys have to be in this. I'm not going to watch." Um, and it seemed like he was upset when they um when it wasn't exactly what he wanted it to be. Oh yeah, if it was something he wanted it to be, he should have been more involved. Yep, Mm -hmm. just saying, just saying. Yep, and I think that's why shortly after 
anything related to Star Wars, he became more involved. <laughs> so I don't know. You think those might be tied together? I I think so. <laughs> I, I think so. Uh, now Black Friday's coming up. Yes, um, very quickly. We we are not recording Wookiee Radio next week or Mighty Marvel Geeks or Weeby Geeks because of the holiday. We usually take the week of Thanksgiving off. Um, but the three of us will be joined by Dario when we do the next, uh, oh, yes. Chronicles. And what are we doing? Well, since we could tease that, well, I had a thought we were going to, uh, oh, wait, we got to go attack of the clones, don't we? Yes. However, yes. however, um, do we go holiday the- special? <laughs> I was thinking maybe we can do the holiday special. <laughs> Perfect. You all have it on DVD. Um, I just got to check and see if Dario has it. But uh, uh, if not, he can find it on YouTube. Yeah, probably. It's on YouTube. It is on I'm YouTube. Thinking, I'm thinking since it's, um, of course, they're going to miss it because we're not going to record that until next week. But it doesn't matter. It's the season for it. Exactly. So let's do let's do life date. Let's do uh, the holiday special. Why not? Have some fun. Works for me. Plus, you know, we probably like what? I like it. <laughs> that way, that way we can push off Attack of the Clones a little further. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'm just hoping to get it done and over with so we can move on to the better ones. Yeah. Just wait until we get to the Clone Wars cartoon. It's going to be fun. Those ones were good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, okay. Are, are, with Clone Wars cartoon, we're going micro series first, and then micro series isn't canon. Yeah, micro series isn't canon. So yeah, we're, we're gonna, it was well, at one time. Uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was because it was it aired in between. Is it? Yeah, but I don't think it was technically considered. Yeah, I don't canon. think we even considered it totally actual canon. No, but they they took elements from it, like how why um, Grievous had had that cough. Uh, flip that the other way around. They knew they had the script for episode three, and then they took, oh, well, here, we can explain this, we can explain this. Same way the EU used to do it back in the day. They knew what was coming, so they would do the right backstory for it. So I added into our Facebook chat the, the link to the YouTube. I have the DVD, the DVD sitting right here somewhere. I don't remember where I put it. It's on one of these shelves. Oh, I was watching it today on my iPad. Yeah, but I like to pop in the actual DVD. I still got the DVD that I got for Christmas from a certain somebody. I Uh-huh. I, I have it. I have it on DVD as well. But I also, but like when I'm at work or whatnot, I I use my uh, I watch everything on the iPad. Sure, makes sense. So that way I'm not carrying now because you back in the day I watch. used to carry DVDs all the time. I used to have a DVD or a CD wallet, disc wallet. I would put DVDs in and be in my bag. Such a nerd. Uh, <laughs> when you got downtime, yeah. Player sitting over here with the flip up um, screen. I I had that too. That's how I. Because I didn't have a laptop at the time. I watched things on, on a portable yeah, DVD we, player. We had one of those, too. I don't know if we still do. I don't know if this thing works, but it's sitting over here on a shelf. And I got then I got my first laptop that played DVDs. So I take it when you watch it on your iPad, it's from YouTube? Mm, no. Um, I actually have a program that uh, the movies that I own, uh, I have ripped digital copies. Oh, that's cool. And... And I have them just for myself. Um, so that's how, like, I've got the original. Uh, when the DVD two packs came out with the special edition and then the uncut of the trilogy, that's how I, I got digital copies of the, the uncut as I ripped it. So I had it. Ah, found it. Underneath my Life Day book, The Secrets of the Wookiees that we got. 
Yeah. I, I haven't gotten That's far into it. Hiding underneath it. <laughs> um, but Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Here are some of the deals. Purple Tuesday. Sorry. That are coming out. Um, StarWars.com lists a lot of the companies. Like Amazon, take take up to 40% off Star Wars holiday gifts from the 17th through the 27th. Ox launch, buy one, get one, 50% select merchandise. I made the mistake of flipping the through the Amazon link and I found something I may have to get. I don't collect mission series, but I just popped it in the chat. Check out what I found. If it's along the topic that I think it is. Uh, okay. Mission series. Holy crap. Canadians TIE fighter with the folding wings. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I may have to, I don't have the mission fleet and mission series, but I may have to get uh, this one. I, my problem is I don't know where I would put that. I do. <laughs> the mom kitty. And they have a lot of, it's weird. They have a lot of these, um, Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures toys. Why didn't they just make them part of the Mission Fleet series? Because they have a, a similar look. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know why, but the, that Moff Gideon figure is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> there is Mission uh, Series Rebels, Wolf Warrior, and Wookiee Warrior action figure. Yeah, baby. I'm afraid to know how much they are. Because it says see all buying options. I don't know. I hate that. Yeah, no. Yeah, I will search for those on eBay. On eBay instead, they're starting at thirty. What was it? Twenty-eight bucks. Uh, They say it's it's mission series. I don't believe these are mission series. Give me a second. I believe. Was it though? In the chat, those could be mission series. No, they they have the look of a mission series figures. Yeah, but they that's from Star Wars Rebels. But they almost have the Star Wars Rebels look too. Yeah, no, they are Star Wars. If you look at the the other picture that comes on that one, yeah, it's the Rebel figs. Yeah, that's not. That's not mission series. Nope. So actually, for the age of this, if it's twenty something bucks, that's a good deal. Yeah. Um. Anyway, to continue on. Box launch. Buy one, get one, fifty percent off. Select Star Wars merchandise. Citizens Watch. Take an extra fifteen percent off from the twenty first to twenty sixth. Cufflinks. Take twenty percent off site wide. Twentieth through the twenty fifth. Diff eyewear. Get fifty percent off all Star Wars styles from the nineteenth to the twenty sixth, December twenty sixth. If I was wearing contacts more again, I would definitely pursue a pair of sunglasses from uh, Displate. Enjoy up to 41% off November 17th only. Well, that's as when we're recording, so scratch that one. <laughs> Entertainment Earth. Hey, we can still do it. Oh, yeah, we can. Entertainment Earth. Buy one, get one, 50% off all in-stock Star Wars action figures from November 15th through the 21st. Plus, save 75% off Star Wars, the Black Series Leia Organa Force Effects Lightsaber from the 22nd through the 25th. Wow. 75% off her saber. Yeah, I got to find find her saber, see how much it is to start with. Mm, that's, that's quite the deal. That will. That will. Right now, they have it uh, $264.99 regular price. Hmm. He said 75% off, 264 minus 75%. Uh, that's going to make that saber $66.25. Wow. Yeah. That may be my first lightsaber. That is, that's a bargain, folks. Yeah. That's a big bargain. And this is this is coming from a guy who has yet to pay full price for a Disney legacy lightsaber. <laughs> and I own five. 
still one more I want to get at the moment. And we'll talk more legacy lightsabers here shortly. Um, Funko, save up to 50% off Funko Pop collectibles, advent calendars, ornaments, and apparel at Funko.com and Loungefly.com from the 23rd to the 26th of November. Mm. FYE, buy one, get one 50% off on select Star Wars action figures and Funko Pop collectibles. Girls Crew, take up to 40% off site-wide from November 12th through the 27th. GOG, G-O-G dot com. It's grand old games. Okay, thank you. It's all, thank you. Basically, they cover all the games that are not on current current systems of PC, and they're upgraded enough that you can pay them on the PC. Except for me, I still been struggling to get uh, the Rogue Squadron 3D to play. Uh, well, if they have it here, then it's made for modern Windows. If they have it on there, so I, I got it off. I, I I paid for it off Steam. I paid for it off EA Origins, and it wouldn't go. Huh? Because I said they have it here. They have X Wing Alliance. They have X Rogue Squadron. And I loved Rogue Squadron. Sci Fighter. I have huh? fun. With, I have fun with Rogue Squadron. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. They have uh, all the Sci Fighter X Wing games. Her universe. Save up to 70% off. Select Star Wars styles from the 20th to the 27th. Okay. May have to look. Zoe has, Zoe, there was a few items on there Zoe was interested in. Mm. A hotel collection. Save 40% on the Star Wars collection of fragrances through November 30th. Our friends at Inside Editions get 40% off site-wide from November 22nd through 29th. Which one of those books is... Star Wars Secrets of the Wookiees. Excellent reference for all things Wookiee. It's like an encyclopedia for Wookiees. It, it was the perfect book for us. Yeah. Yeah. So Jazzwares, enjoy up to 20% off the Star Wars Micro Galaxy Squadron, Starfighter Class, Luke Skywalker, X-Wing, and up to 50% off the Asajj Ventress Starfighter Mystery Bundles only on Amazon. Ooh. Joy Jolt, which I have no clue who this is. I won, get one, 50% off from the 13th through the 28th. And Joy oh. Jolt is... Glasses and tumblers and stuff. Oh, this is cool. Interesting. These are cool. Stackable character glasses, regular glasses. This is, this is some cool stuff on here. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ugly sweater, stemless drinking glasses. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, there's a few items on here I would I would definitely peruse. I like those TIE Fighter double wall mugs. Very unique shape. Very Star Warsy. I like that. I think that's the one thing I definitely would want to get. Um, it's a very cool. Yeah. Milk Snob. <laughs> Again, a company I don't know. <laughs> a okay, lot of baby stuff. Baby stuff. Yeah. I am 14 years past that. <laughs> <laughs> but for those of you like um like the fine folks over at uh oh God, i can't think of their youtube channel hold on i'm looking i'm looking i'm looking so i have them bookmarked. it's not ordinary channel uh they call their followers like it's gonna pop up always believe there we go they just had a baby back in may uh-huh. that was their first one so hopefully they are shopping at uh, Milk Snob and will be using the code, you, uh, enjoying forty percent off on stuff for their for their for their daughter. Which again, congrats to to them over at uh, Always Believe. And if they continue on, they could get fifteen percent off select child collector bundles at Petunia's Pickle Bottom. So it's that as well. Um, Roosevelt's get up to sixty percent off select apparel and free wrapping paper with every order while supplies last. 
through November Ooh. 27th. One of these days, I will get a Roosevelt shirt. Yeah, they have some nice ones. Yeah. Uh, Rock Love, take 30% off all in-stock Star Wars items, November 27th only. Ruggable, get 20% off Star Wars rugs and doormats from November 22nd through 29th. They have some cool ones. Yeah. Yeah, I was flipping through those a little bit. There's a there's a Falcon rug that I really mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I figured you'd like that one. Yeah, it was like a black rug. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a, um, an astromech in blue. It's an R2 in blue. Oh yeah. That's really, yeah. really cool. I've seen this one. Yeah. It's R2D2, but it's got parts of the Falcon and a bunch of other stuff on it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's amazing. It's really nice. Um, sackcloth and ashes. Enjoy 30% off star Wars blankets from the 22nd through 29th. They actually have some good looking blankets. Yeah. Star Wars fine jewelry. Take up to 60% off from November 22nd through 27th. Um, on their site, Thomas Kincaid Studios save 25% on the Star Wars collection with code FORCE25 through the, on November 24th through 29th. Kincaid's got some great stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And those of you with the Xbox get up to 75% off on select Star Wars games from the 17th through the 30th. Nice. And it's fun because you, you flip through the games that are on here. Star Wars Outlaws is already listed. Oh, is it? On sale? There's no prices or anything, but there's actually a page for it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go back and look at this uh, Roosevelt site, see if there's a shirt I, I really like. The comic shirt actually looks pretty cool. Comic to the dark side. Oh, yeah. With all the comic art. kind of like that one. Mm. There's another one that's comic-esque. It's uh, from a certain point of view, but eh, not exactly what I want. Uh, yeah, there, there, there's some great looking. Battle of Yavin shirt. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, you don't want the It's a Trap Akbar shirt? No. <laughs> not my, it's, it's, it's not my style. The Cantina shirt, yes. The, um, there's one that's uh, like uh, my father. Yeah. Which it, it's cool, but it's also very, um, busy. <laughs> yeah. I like the, I like the, uh, Cantina shirt. Welcome to the Forest Moon. That's a good one. Yeah. A, droid, right. a droid story is one that I would, I'd be interested in. See, I like the Summer Snips one. Because um, like a lot of the other ones that like this, where if you're not looking at it, it if you just it, okay, it's a Hawaiian shirt almost. Yeah. But if, right. if you look at it closely, oh wait a minute, that's mm-hmm. all Ahsoka. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I'm really. I mean, there's a few, but I'm not seeing a lot. So, um, and then to continue a little bit more detail from what's going to be on sale is well, maybe not. <laughs> I thought. Comicbook.com was going to get more details. Nope, it's the same list. I'm wrong. But going back. Push the Columbia stuff again. Yeah. There's still a few items there I would would enjoy. Now, we we talked about Legacy Sabers. And uh, a couple weeks ago, the the Kane and Jarrus Saber dropped. And it's cool. It comes with two belt holsters. So you could take the blade, the, the hilt apart like he did in the show. Oh, nice. And have the emitter and the, the rest of the hill on two different clips. So it doesn't look like you're carrying a lightsaber, which is awesome. I watched one guy talking about, oh, yeah, you can put your lightsaber here sideways because one hill, uh, one of the holsters is clipped that holds north-south and the other one east-west. Yeah, so you put your lightsaber here and he grabs it and just clips it in place. He's like, uh, no, that's not why it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Try again. <laughs> you didn't watch Rebels or you have forgotten. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
today, apparently the Kenan Jarrus lightsaber is available on shopdisney.com along with some new Squishmallows, <laughs> which the Chewie's not bad looking. Yeah. I have the giant um, Yoda that I got last year, two years ago from Costco. So he's got a couple of the Grogu's as well. Um, but the big thing that dropped today on Life Day is the Stellan Geos Legacy Lightsaber Hilt, which comes with a uh, a comic. And I don't remember. It, it comes with uh, one of the Dark Horse High Republic comics. Uh, I see it on the Shop Disney website, though. Because it sold out. Ah, Well, no, I mean, it's not even listed on the website. Because it sold out. It sold out this morning, but it's still available in the parks. Ah. East and West. Um, now, you get a better look at it. Stellan Geos is a Jedi Master who has been part of the High Republic series. Uh, and this is the first High Republic hilt to be featured in the Legacy line. It comes bundled with a comic and a wooden collectible case. It's expected to be limited to 5,000 units. Uh, and the price for this was $325 for this package. The cross guard blades are included, but the blade itself is sold separately, hmm. which is fine because for me, I've got the one blade and it works on all five of my lightsabers. So um, uh, this this thing's nice. But for me, if I'm going to get a High Republic saber, I want Borrega's saber. Yeah. And I think his may be the only, uh, I think his is a cross guard as well. You got to wait to see it. If I ever um, get mine made, then. I sent the design in to them. You got to check it out. Actually, Borrega's lightsaber is not a cross guard, but it looks like a medieval sword. It's a take, take a balance and, <laughs> and add even more length to it and give it that Claymore broadsword hilt, uh, hilt guard on it. That's what it is. Yeah. That I could potentially, that I could potentially do. Have you seen, um, you're playing survivor. You said, right? Not yet. Ah, you should see they actually have a um a new High Republic era lightsaber you can turn yours into. Oh, cool! It's basically like you're fighting with a broadsword in that stance. <laughs> yeah, I just sent y'all a link to uh, the Wikipedia page on his saber. Yeah, that's a cross guard. Not in the not, cross guard though. Not in the sense of Stellan Geos or or uh, yeah, like I said, or Kylo. On the cross. His cross guard is more for the protection. Yeah, you know, just like a, a cross guard would be on a normal broadsword. But I, for some reason, don't see this blade being made for the parks. That thing's huge. Well, it's made for a Wookiee. Yeah, but it's still, even for a Wookiee, it's still huge. It, from this picture, the, the drawing they have here, it looks like the um, hilt is about half the size of the, uh, the, what the blade is. Just about. Just about. But uh, no. So um, for the Squishmallows, they're going to be released on Shop Disney on the 20th. Uh, expect those to drop around 8 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Eastern. Um, all we know right now is Grogu and Chewie are in the lineup, but there may be more after that. Uh, it's a different style of Squishmallow, too. Yeah. And then um, the, the Kanan Jarrus, a.k.a. Caleb Doom, lightsaber hilt, which is already available in the parks, will be released online November 30th. Uh, again, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. But if you're a Disney Plus subscriber, you'll have special access to it. Um, so yeah, uh, it's retailing for about one hundred sixty nine ninety nine, which is about average for what they are now. So um, let's go ahead. Originally, I thought it was going to be a final thought, but we need to kill some time. 
Who wants to touch on the Takeda Watiti story? The what? Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. <laughs> yep. Good old Taika. Go ahead. HBO Max has been amazing. This our flag means death. Yes, I love that show. That show is awesome. I I gotta get to that. But let's go ahead. His project's still going on, right? Yep. That's what it looks like. He has confirmed it. Cool. Cool. He has also confirmed that it will piss people off. Should we be scared? No. I think. uh, What was that, Derek? I think when he says that, he means um, a certain type of people. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, are we talking vocal minority? Mm, Quite. I would not be surprised if out of nowhere this actually becomes is a really great Star Wars film. It doesn't feel like a Taika Waititi film. Yeah. He seems like the type of guy that um, he lo- he loves Star Wars. You can tell with some of the other stuff, just the way he does things. And if he's talking about it and he wants to do this project, he only does projects he wants to do. Right. So why would you want to do something like Star Wars and beg and tell them, hey, I want to do this and then make something that doesn't isn't Star Wars? Exactly. Well, he he's already been involved in some Star Wars project because didn't he do uh, some Mandalorian episodes? I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did, right? Yeah, I thought so. I thought he did some stuff in season one. Uh, let me wait a minute. It'll be faster just to bring it up on my phone. I know, right? I know, right? IMDb to the rescue. I was gonna say because if if he has, yep. Yeah, I was gonna say he has, and and there's some great stuff. Whoa, yeah, whoa. like I said, he's not the type of guy who's gonna get in there and say, "I'm gonna make it my Star Wars." It says he does. He did 25 episodes. Yes, IG 11. Oh, oh yes, he was the that's voice. Right. That's right. Yep. So, but I also thought he directed a couple episodes. He did. So, like I said, he's not going to get in there and um, it's going to really upset people that are looking for a Taika Waititi film that happens to be in the Star Wars universe. I think they're going to be surprised it'll be a Star Wars film that happens to have Taika Waititi directing and writing it. Exactly. And I, for one, say bring it on. I say bring it it on as well. Yeah. It may have a little bit more comedy or something in it, but or a little bit different comedy, but it's not going to be like way out in the middle of nowhere. Right. Right. I, I say bring it on. Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, I was pleased with everything he had done with Mandalorian. Yeah. He has an understanding. He listens to Filoni and Favreau, obviously. Mm -hmm. It definitely seems like he is a fan on his own. Yes. And I... I Well, here, IGN actually has some quotes from the Entertainment Tonight um, when he was talking with them. And it says, at the moment, I'm still developing something with them, talking about Favreau and Filoni. Um... Like me, they have a lot of projects going on. I think they're going to they're going to push it. And I think they're going to push it until I finish these other projects. I've got about four other scripts that I'm trying to finish. Wow. <laughs> my thing is, I want to take my time with that and get it right. I don't want to rush this movie. So I like that. You know, uh-huh. with this type of conversation and quotes from him, I almost wish he had the reins to the sequel trilogy. Mm, that would be interesting. Not to say. Well, that whole, whole sequel trilogy was just rushed too quick. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Not to say Disney that I don't Disney. believe J.J. Abrams was a Star Wars fan. Obviously, he is. Right. I just don't think things were handled the way 
I have. Abrams just dropped the ball. Yeah, I've I've gone back and looked at Abrams his his work, and and I'm finding I like him less now than I did before. Yeah, there 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 there's some early shows that he did that I liked. I was never a fan of Lost. I used to love Lost, and then I I figured out Lost in three episodes. I watched Uh, episode three, and I'm like. They're all dead. They hadn't even figured it out by then. <laughs> I knew they were all dead. Uh, that was the that was the way I was hoping they weren't going to go. Alias, I enjoyed. Uh, I never saw Alias. It was the spy show. Yeah, I really enjoyed Alias. Um, and then when he took over Star Trek, like the first movie was pretty decent, but then the second one he did was not great. It, it's the same problem he's had with a lot of stuff where he's trying to keep everything so close to the chest that um, he's uh, protests too much when someone gets something right. Yeah, like They made everything they could as, po- as big as uh, jumping up and down saying, Khan's not in this film. This is not Wrath of Khan. It, it was Wrath of Khan. Right. And I, it, it, it like was... He, he messed up all the best parts of Wrath of Khan. I, I did. just said, like, no comment. I don't want to say... We're not going to tell anybody what's going on in this. You I, know? Yeah. I did not enjoy his take on Khan. No, I mean I didn't mind. I didn't mind Benedict Cumberbatch as Khan. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I just but did not the, take his. I mean, there were there were some idea. great ideas, but I just did not like. Yeah, his they took the show. idea of what what Wrath of Khan was and who Khan was, and they made it in a totally new story. Yeah. And then there was no need to redo, swap out the the Spock, Kirk. Yeah. Well, there was no reason to make Benedict Cumberbatch Khan. He could have been any other character. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Now, I I did enjoy the third one, yeah, or the majority of it. I thought he was involved with the third one, or was he just producer only? Uh, just producer only. Oh, that can explain. I mean, there were still some elements in that that I I didn't like. Yeah, there was some. I will say what the what made those movies is definitely the cast. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a good cast, and you know, we we got to thank Abrams for that. Yeah, he did sure. put together a good that's, cast. That's I should say the best thing Star Trek has done in modern times since those movies started. And the best Star Trek that we've seen anywhere was called Orville. Yeah, nah, yes. Isn't there supposed to be another season of that coming? I don't think so. Oh man, no. I think Bulu he... saved it to finish that last season. Yeah. Oh man, season card was really good. But the but the way. The last season of Orville ended. It's like they could have picked up for another season. It, maybe it's not entirely out of the question, but as far as I know, there's no plans yeah. to do it. Which, okay, I, I can be okay with that if if he's going to potentially revisit it a little later down the road. I know a lot of people that started to watch Orville and made a couple episodes in and said, no, I can't do this. And I have to tell every one of them, stop. Wait till halfway through the first season, then it becomes Orville. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you had to give the he had to give the studio what they thought they wanted. Right. And then they, they changed it once they gave him the second half order. Yeah. Yep. And then and they were going to get Family Guy in space. <laughs> no. No. That's I do well. The first half, first half of that first season had a lot of stuff that was his comedy stuff. Yeah, right. but it, it even his comedy was still very toned down. Yeah. Yeah. Because he. Down even more the farther he goes. He he wanted he wanted to do a parody and a spoof of Star Trek and and other sci-fi projects. Well, he didn't originally. That's why. But he but he wanted 
he wanted this to have he wanted this to almost have its own galaxy quest vibe to it in his he own really universe wanted, he really wanted to do star trek but he knew they would never let him actually do star trek so he kind of snuck in his star trek it was an homage piece yeah half the when i was first watching that first season i'm sitting there watching like wow i'm surprised paramount hasn't tried to sue him yet i know probably just enough difference make it but, but, there, but there's a galaxy quest series coming too supposed to be i've not heard anything recently yeah, about that anything new on it i think everything i heard got put to a halt when the writer strike started that's because everything got put on hold to the yeah. writer strike everything's moving again but it's gonna the first couple of things that come out are gonna be rushed feel rushed yeah that reminds me I heard on the news today that Beetlejuice 2 is filming here in Massachusetts. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Are they doing reshoots? Because they've already filmed. Most of the principal was already done before the, before the strike. Because somebody found out where they were filming and were stealing props and set pieces. Wasn't me. I'm nowhere near there. I'm nowhere near there either. Me either. But wait, you, never mind. Actually, where am I? I know it's in Melrose, Massachusetts. Which... Don't know how far I am from that. Forty-eight miles. Yeah, you could do it. But I didn't. <laughs> I said you can do it. But I didn't. Okay. And I'm saying I didn't do it. So that's all I'm saying. Just don't look at his garage. Um there's since, nothing there. <laughs> since we've been talking about uh Watiti and his project, I would still love to see um Filoni and F- green light ron howard doing a continuation with solo be it a disney plus series or another film i would too but <laughs> yeah the, anyway that's happening yeah that's a long way off if they do yeah yeah well i'm saying that ron howard actually wants to do it he may not mm-hmm. want to do anything else in it which i wouldn't blame him if he did I, would, I wouldn't blame him either but you know i would i would love to see see him come back i hate to say it but it's a little sad that um because of certain people, Star Wars has become uh, a tricky thing to 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 tackle. Yeah, yeah. And probably there might be quite a few filmmakers that might have at one point would have loved to have done it, but now are like, I'm not touching that. Well, well before remember, before uh, George sold to Disney, he was the only one who had ever made Star Wars. Yeah. So everybody else trying to get into this, trying to figure out how to do it, it's unter- uncharted water. Right, but and so far the only peer, the only time that it's been unanimous that everybody loved it was Dave Filoni's vision, which was what Favreau and Filoni are working together on, and that's because Filoni was taught how to do it by George. Yeah, the closest thing you're going to get to George without George actually doing it is going to be Dave Filoni. Yep, but even then, it's not been a hundred percent perfect all the time. That's because George isn't doing it. But but you know what? Yeah, but but when George, George wasn't got the prequel. <laughs> when well, George did it, even going back to the original trilogy, it was not a hundred percent perfect. Yeah. But um, to us, we look at it that way because we were kids and we thought it was perfect. It was perfect for Star Wars. It was exactly. But we got to feel what our parents felt when the prequel trilogy came out and like hey this isn't perfect but the kids of that time period loved it mm-hmm. i think it's slightly different than what our parents felt because they didn't have star wars we did right but we were, weren't trying to compare it to something from before but we yeah. ha- but we have been more critical of the prequels of this isn't perfect well it wasn't perfect in the beginning 
for me, only only problem is that that generation embraced the prequels. This current generation that the sequel trilogy is their films, they're not embracing it. No, there's not much to embrace. And there's <laughs> We em- we embrace it a little bit because it's Star Wars still continued. But you got to think there's a major difference between the studio when the um, they finished this prequel, the prequel trilogy. Lucasfilm was still supporting that, still putting that out and pushing it so everybody knew it was there. When they finished the sequel trilogy, Disney tried to sweep those under the rug as quick as they could. The characters I, are still no, still I, I, I disagree. Push for people to watch the movies again and again and again. I, I disagree. I would- I wouldn't say they swept them under the rug. I would say they tried to move on. Yeah, they moved on as quickly as they as could. As quickly as possible. So they acknowledge well, that they're there, but they're not pushing it, saying, hey, this is Star Wars. But they said, well, here, this next thing is Star Wars. But I, I almost disagree, because if that was the case, if they were that embarrassed by the sequel trilogy, they would have already rethemed Galaxy's Edge completely to more original trilogy. Even though True. they're doing... Mandoverse characters at Batu West. The only Mandoverse character we have here east is the Mandalorian with Grogu. We don't have everyone else that California does, but they could have used the Star Cruiser as that opportunity for at least east to a rethemed or or redid the timeline to either Mandoverse or original trilogy. Like I said, and, and do it here to see how it's perceived, and then carry it over to California, and they drop the ball on that. The same. It doesn't feel the same as when they put out the prequels. Yeah. No. Also, because Disney knows they're making more stuff, they want people to look to the future. They don't want them looking at the past. Right. If you're looking at the future, you're going to buy what's in the future. But I mean, even with what we're looking at now, Mandoverse, still original trilogy era esque. I mean, it's after the original trilogy, but it's still. Original yes. trilogy stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah. Even the night troopers are still based and modeled after the original trilogy troopers. Um, we could have gone see, I mean, prequel trilogy with a lot of this and, and had, you know, and with that, you, you have more of the pirates and the bounty hunters. You, you could, you could do more with clones in the parks. Um, I mean, we could easily have done stuff. During, you know, had everything set during the dark times period. And you have the Sith Inquisitors and Vader and, you know, you still deal with early Solo and you you can have Andor. I mean, you can do everything up to Rogue One and you can have all of that going. I still think it goes back to the um, one. They're not going to retheme Galaxy's Edge for a long, long time because the amount of money they put into building it the way it is. Mm. They want to make a lot of money on that before they um, redo it and try to do it again. Or, or, Especially but, since also, they have so much money to make up from the Star Cruiser. Yeah. Also, <laughs> you got to remember when they when they um, wrote up the plans and made um, or were creating Galaxy's Edge, they were they were still under the impression that the first three star or the um, sequel trilogy was going to be amazing. Yeah, but they so could. That's why they did it the way they did, and it's like they, they don't. I guarantee it's the um, accountants sitting there saying, "No, we're not spending the money to retheme this. We just spent millions and millions of dollars to make this the way it is." But doing the time period change wouldn't wouldn't hurt. It would not yeah. hurt the company no, financially a lot. No, it'd be more millions of dollars, and the company itself is not doing phenomenally well. It's doing okay, but right. <laughs> If, had, if they a, if they went full Mando if they went full Mandoverse New Republic era, you never go full Mando. 
But if they, if they went New Republic era, and they they could still leave Rise of Resistance as is, but they could still have it be the rest of the par- rest of the pavilion be set Mandoverse or even later uh, in the early stages of the new re- of the creation of the New Republic. I don't know. I still think it's that's probably at least a ten million dollar changeover. I don't think so. With costuming and everything else. Costumes for the cast members to stay the same because the costumes are are created for the pavilion, not for not based on the movies. It's yes, but this is stormtroopers and all that type of stuff. All those costumes we have those costumes already. Those costumes know. exist in the yeah. Disney in the Disney costuming vaults. Now to potentially put the hand gesture stuff in with the costumes, I don't think it would be that difficult. And well, really, I think like, that's all. I believe that's all undersuit. Yeah, to the armor. But really, honestly, if you look at it. To switch over the, um, if they really wanted to switch it, all you got to do is switch out the Stormtrooper costumes. Everything yeah. else, like you said there, is the same. Yeah. We we have a... No, no Kylo Ren and no Rey. Right. Chewie would still be there. Yeah. Falcon Ride would still, still stay the same. You just have to re, redo it to... Well, no, it could still be First Order, because who knows? Maybe the, maybe with the Mandoverse, we're seeing the creation of the First Order with everything well, with Thrawn and whatnot. You could see it. You could switch all their... Everything, just call it Empire instead of First Order. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be that hard. The stuff that's in there, the stuff that, um, like, was a Vimarati or whatever her name is, and all that stuff, could just be someone running from the Empire. It wouldn't have to be Rebel or Resistance or anything. Right. But they fully... But the Vimarati character would have to change to something else. They have fully embraced the the sequel era. They have. So the no matter what happened with the movies or whatever, that's the era they're in now. That's yeah. That's, and that's the problem. They I think they shoehorn themselves into the sequel era. So when they're so when the Mandoverse came out, oh yeah, California, they're able to drop all these characters, but they're limited mm-hmm. on where they walk and they they're also limited on when they come out so they don't cross-contaminate timelines with, with the sequel era. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's cool. It, it's a great... Galaxy's Edge is great, and it's cool, and it's what they've done is great, but they also did kind of limit themselves in a way by making it have to be in a certain time and, and yep. everything. Yeah, instead of making it a Star Wars land, like all the rest of the lands of Disney World... They made it specifically Galaxy's Edge and said, oh, this is 100% all-inclusive. You should forget you're on the real world. There's no possible way to do that. Mm. Uh, it, no, it comes close. I know, but it's like if I walk into Tomorrowland in Disney World, do I feel like I'm not on Earth anymore? If I go into no. Frontierland, do I feel like I'm no longer in the 2000s? No. <laughs> but it's like If they would have made it a Star Wars land and done everything the same way they did it, but made it a Star Wars land, the time frame wouldn't matter. Yeah, they could, Star Wars they characters could right. easily make changes. Right, but what, a lot easier to change. But what they did with the immersion, I think, was justified. Uh, no, yeah, I agree. But but what I'm saying is they have they that is an unfortunate side effect is they limit themselves. They when they knew right away they should have had in already planned out if the sequel trilogy doesn't work how do we do a changeover to a time period that does marketing and um, big businesses and companies like this don't plan for the not to work 
Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Who was who was Disney think doesn't that? have marketing. Disney has not had marketing for a while. That's the that's part of the problem. Yeah. Well, no. It, well, yeah, but we see when marketing does get involved, stuff like Hasbro, it doesn't make a difference. <laughs> that mm-hmm. the marketing is totally clueless usually. Yeah. So, uh, final thoughts, guys. Final thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Where well, are I, final killed, I guess we did kill some time, huh? Yes, yeah. we did. <laughs> Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day. And speaking of um, Disney and, and Lucasfilm and everything. Um, as of last week, it is officially 11 years since Disney has bought Lucasfilm. Yeah. 11 years. Yeah. They have yet to make Star Wars. Oh, wait. Well, the, the, <laughs> announce, the announcement was made October 31st, 2012. That's when it was announced that Disney was buying, but the sale was complete today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds about right. 11 years ago. Yeah. Well, well speaking of which, BB Geeks this week is their 11 year anniversary of BB Geeks. Cool. So that show started uh, around the same time period. And Mighty Marvel Geeks just celebrated uh, 10 years on November 2nd or November 3rd. Sorry. Or the oddball oh. with uh, with the June or July, uh, July anniversary date. Happy birthday, everyone. So, well, on that note, um, no, we haven't heard from tonight. <laughs> Gentlemen, sounds like there's only one thing left to be said. I spoke too soon. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jet! I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2.